Unforgiveness is pride. Mm. So if you cannot forgive, you guys understand that, that that's the enemy having a foothold. Thank you for joining us for the Blended Kingdom Families podcast. This podcast is for blended families, the people who love them, and anyone who just wants to improve their marriage and family relationships. BKF exists to break the cycle of divorce, equip marriages, and unite blended families with the truth of God's word. It is our hope that today you will receive biblical guidance and practical resources that will bring unity and peace to create your thriving, healthy home. Let's jump in. Hey guys, welcome to the BKF Podcast. We are so excited you're here with us today. Uh, If you haven't already, please take an opportunity, like, share, leave a comment for us, or subscribe. If you happen to be listening on Audible, just know that the full YouTube, uh, our YouTube channel has the full video format of this podcast, and you can go check that out too. Uh, Today, we're going to be continuing our series on a marriage reflecting God. If you didn't uh, check out the last two weeks, super good, go back and check those out. Uh, But today, we're going to be going through and talking about forgiveness, we're going to talk about grace, yep. and we're going to talk about loving with humility. Yes. And so, you guys, going into you know forgiveness and forgiving freely, mm. you know, sometimes this can be the hardest thing to do uh, as a spouse. And what it, what's so amazing to me sometimes is that you know forgiveness is something, mercy is something that God gives us in abundance, right? Yeah. Except it's so hard to give. Yeah ourselves and to the people that mean the most to us. Yeah, if you can uh, if you can imagine an analogy, let's just say, you know, God gave you Fort Knox with all the gold in the world and then your spouse who has the closest relationship to you comes to you and says, "Can I just have one little gold bar?" and you're like, eh, "I don't know." Yeah. You know, he does give it to us in abundance. Um, and but it can be tough. Forgiveness is a touchy subject, mm-hmm. but Christ has mirrored that, and then he's told us about it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to start by reading a scripture in Matthew, and just know that this is in red, so that's the important stuff. It's really important. But I, I, I want to read this. Matthew six fourteen. For if you forgive men when they sin against you, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. Doesn't stop there. But if you do not forgive men their sins, your Father will not forgive your sins. Thanks. I mean, it's in red, too. So I know that that's good stuff. And this is just kind of the mirror of the way God looks at forgiveness. Mm -hmm. He gives it to us freely. He explains to us how to give it to other people. But yet in a marriage, it becomes a little more difficult. Yeah. Well, and no marriage is perfect because no person is perfect. And we fall short in our attempts to reflect God every minute of the day because we are imperfect people. Um, And so it's not a question you know, if we will do something or say something that's going to hurt our spouse, because it's going to happen. We're, we're, we're human, we're flesh, we're sin natured. Um, but it's what we do about it when it happens and, you know, not reacting out of anger and resentment and understanding how to extend God's forgiveness and God's grace. And sometimes that can be hard when you're in the heat of the moment, you know, and in disagreement. And so, um, you know, one of the scriptures that we always talk about is it's Proverbs 16, 18, and it says, pride goes before destruction, a haughty spirit before a fall. And, you know, one thing that, um, that we would like to emphasize is that a lot of time our pride is what gets in the way. Yeah. 
of us extending that forgiveness and pride's control. That is mm. not something of God. That is something that the enemy will try to use as a wedge mm-hmm. um, to come in between you and your spouse. Because here's the thing about forgiveness, you guys. Forgiveness is what breaks the deadly separation that the enemy uses to isolate a husband and a wife mm-hmm. you know, from each other. And so he will use pride. Um, he will use arrogance. Mm-hmm as a form to prevent you um, extending forgiveness or reconciliation um, to keep you guys further and further apart. Well, and pride doesn't just show up. Let me me explain. And somehow they they kind of put pride on men's shoulders, and I don't think that's necessarily correct. I think women can have and and spouses can have pride. But pride doesn't just show up and at the strength level that you would expect it to. It kind of comes beforehand. It talks about, you know, last week we talked about prayer. We talked about intentional communication. These are all the things that if if left vacant are replaced with pride. Mm-hmm. They're replaced with this arrogance or this pride that that will then stand in the way of forgiveness once something happens. Mm-hmm. So kind of weaponizing yourself beforehand, talking yeah. about praying for your spouse, being intentional about building them up, that will lower the pride level. That lowers that level of destruction that can stand in the way of forgiveness. Absolutely. And, you know, forgiveness, it Forgiveness is, uh, it requires active conversation. It requires us acknowledging our wrong, wrongdoing, giving grace, accepting the apology, and laying down the issue of whatever it is at the foot of the cross, yeah. and then leaving it there. Because oftentimes the enemy will, you know, will will say, I forgive you, you've moved past it, but then he'll yeah. start speaking lies. Yeah. And it's like, you want to go back and pick that up, and then you want to hold that against your spouse. Um, and so it's so good for us just to be mindful that, you know, once we've extended that forgiveness, we can now lay that down. Mm-hmm. We don't have to pick it up because Jesus Jesus took care of that when he bore himself on the cross. Yeah. And and sometimes it takes, you know, I like to, when I'm counseling couples and I look at it and they're like, well, how do we forgive? Mm-hmm. You know, I, I want to just kind of go through an activation there of maybe what that might look like. Yeah. Is it, it's going to your spouse and saying, listen, you know, I messed up. You know, I, I did this. I did not... Um, I, I did not intend to hurt you, but I can see that it did. So you're accepting that responsibility. You're accepting the the fault of what happened. Mm-hmm. And then you're simply asking that they choose to forgive you. Mm-hmm. And then as a married couple, and we you said this a minute ago, we're going to make mistakes. We're Absolutely. going to hurt each other in ways that we don't mean to, but it just happens. And when we go to our spouse and we talk about that, we talk about forgiveness, and we ask for that activation, and, and, and you're granted that activation, and then going to, whether that's in prayer together, talking about a humbling experience. Absolutely. You say, hey, I messed up. I failed, and I am sorry, mm-hmm. and I just want your forgiveness, and I want to move forward, and I want God's help to help me not do that again. Yeah. Um, that is such a strong... Uh, correlation as a married couple. Mm-hmm. And we talk about the enemy wanting to destroy marriages, and how do we overt that? How do we get around that? Is forgive. We forgive. Yeah. We forgive. We choose to follow Christ's example yeah. of what marriage should look like, and we choose forgiveness. Absolutely. 
And you guys, now we're going to move into, you know, showing your spouse the same grace um, that Christ has shown you. And that can be difficult sometimes, especially if you're in a situation of what we just talked about with some unforgiveness going on. But, you know, what I love about the grace of God, you guys, and this is what I, I think is so powerful about prayers. Every single day we have the a capability that when we pray, we can enter into the throne room of grace with God and receive that just open-handedly and take that and extend it to our spouse, extend it to our children, our blended family, to every person that we come into contact with throughout the day. We can yeah. take that grace and we can give it to them as well. And I think that's just one of the beautiful things about God's grace and how just sustaining it is for us. Well, it's life-giving. It was, exactly. And in blended families, um, as we were studying this, uh, I think yesterday we were talking about this, and I said, you know, the act of giving grace in a blended family is such a powerful substance mm -hmm. because we're we're in this situation where we're living in two basically living uh, our life but kind of parallel viewing somebody else's life yeah. and and sometimes judging that other family mm -hmm. and not showing grace yeah but what what I wanted to convey was when you the act of showing grace to somebody is an activation in your, in, in your own heart mm -hmm. it's like the act of acting asking for forgiveness it's an activation it's yeah. acknowledging that you are not um, above this. Mm -hmm. um, and I want to encourage those people who are in blended families, when you look across the aisle and you see the other family, show grace. Watch how it softens your own heart. Yeah. Watch how it improves your own marriage. Mm -hmm. When you can practice this yeah. in those scenarios, God's going to do amazing things in your own family. Absolutely. And, you know, in blended families, you have different personalities, backstories, there's pain, there's drama, the trauma, there's all kinds of mixing together. And this can cause explosive reactions in your blended family. It can even cause reactions in your marriage, depending mm -hmm. on maybe what your previous marriage or, you know, what you went through in your divorce, what that looked like. Um, but I want to read scripture from Luke 9, 23, and it says, if anyone would come to me, come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. And so in the same way, we believe a relationship that reflects God is one um, where we surrender uh, our marriage to Christ. And so every day, and I've said this before, it's a daily act of dying to yourself, of dying to your flesh, picking up your cross, seeking the Lord and trucking on. And it's hard, you guys. And I will tell you in blended families, it can be hard on some days, but it's what we're called to do. I love that you say that because I, I, I just, I think about our own marriage and our own craziness and stuff like that. And I'm like, man, we just sometimes look at each other and like, man, we just need to, we need to pray this out <laughs> or something because we need grace. We need, yeah. we need that in our marriage. Absolutely. Um, the last thing on this topic is we're going to talk about humility, loving yeah. with humility. Yeah. Um, you know, I, just being humble is one of, sometimes it's very hard. Yeah. It's very difficult. Yeah. Uh, because sometimes it contradicts with some of our other personality character, mm -hmm. you know, uh, how, how do, how do we be humble and why is that important? You know, the antidote for pride is humility. Um, and it tells us in the book of Proverbs, uh, Proverbs 22, four, it says the reward for humility and fear of the Lord is riches, honor, and life. So you guys, if we want the riches, the honor and the life in our marriage, um, you know, we have to lay down our pride, uh, set, set aside our pride 
and, um, you know, cover yourself in your relationship and godly humility. And, you know, how do we do that? I think it's you, that was the question that you asked just yeah. before Scott. I think a lot of that is your, just your daily interactions with God and your daily check-in of, you know, checking the character of your heart, mm -hmm. you know, that quiet time with the Lord going into that secret place with him and searching your heart and asking God to search your heart and show you, are there any areas of pride? Is there any areas of, you know, arrogance, envy, anything that is not of him in there? And Holy Spirit will show you that. Yeah. And it's just a process of, hey, Jesus, I'm going to hand that to you and I want to receive what you have for me today. And maybe that's hope. It's the humility. Mm -hmm. It's love. It's grace. Um, and then when we can do that, you know, that's when we can walk into our marriage and walk into our family and give that and see the fruit of the Spirit. I, when it comes to being humble or humility, when I think about that in marriage, I think it's really, you know, two people get married, and they, they look at it, and they always think about their strengths. Yeah, I'm strong in this area. You're strong in this area. Let's join, and we're just going to move as fast as we can in those strength areas. And what happens throughout that process is you're going to start seeing holes. You're going to start seeing shortcomings and you're going to start seeing pride come into there. And all of a sudden you as a couple who you thought were very strong in all areas, you're not moving as fast. Mm -hmm. But in reality, humbleness is the jet fuel. Yeah. Humbleness and showing your spouse that you can be humble. Um, I always get visuals in my head of like what that means. I always look at it like it's the turbo on the video game. Like, boom, you hit the turbo. Humbleness, it shows that you're, you, you don't have all the answers, that you yeah. are relying upon Christ, that you are trying your best to do it God's way, yeah. uh, and you need help. You know, as spouse is, we're each other's helpers. Absolutely. Christ is our helper. Mm -hmm. We look. We need to look at each other in humbleness go, hey, you, you don't have all the answers. I don't have all the answers. Yeah. But when you don't and you can tell me you don't, mm -hmm. I'm going to step up stronger mm -hmm. and, and, and appreciate that humbleness. Well, and I love that, you know, our response to our spouse's mistakes and, you know... Whole new level. Yeah, our response to those mistakes can open the door to a new blessing. So how we're responding... You know, just what you were talking about, Scott, mm. we don't have all the answers. Like, I may need your help. You know, it, you know, it just, again, it opens up a whole, just a whole new realm, a whole new level of, you know, what that can look like. Yeah. And so, you know, um, one question we have is, are you going to give grace and forgiveness or are you going to hold their mistakes against them? That's something mm. that, you know, when counseling and coaching a lot of couples, mm -hmm. people can't let go of. You guys, let me tell you something. Unforgiveness is sin. Unforgiveness is pride. Mm. So if you cannot forgive, you guys understand that that that's the enemy having a foothold yeah. right there, whatever that area is. And so how do we extend grace and forgiveness, Scott? Well, we have to ask. And we have to surrender. Exactly. Yeah, I, I love what you you just talked about, and, and it's, our spouse's mistakes can open up the door for blessing. Th there's nobody who wants to make a mistake in marriage. No. You don't go into marriage thinking... You actually go into it thinking, I, I, I hope I never make a mistake. I hope I never do anything that hurts the sanctity of my marriage. I hope I do never say anything that hurts the heart of my spouse. Yeah. But the truth of it is, it's just going to happen. And when that happens... It's like you're at the bottom of a well. Mm -hmm. You're at the very, very bottom, and you're like, how did I get here? Why did I say that? Why mm -hmm. did I do that? 
and the forgiveness that you can show your spouse, the humility, being humble, it, it, it's like it's everything. Mm-hmm. It, it, it creates every wave that goes on to your marriage. It's mm-hmm. like if this is our standard, mm-hmm. then what can stand against us? And that's the way Christ designed that for us. That's the way God laid it out mm-hmm. scripturally and told us about pride and humility. So. Right. And I think, you know, when you talked about the unforgiveness, we have to, one, you know, when we make those mistakes, we have to, yes, uh, ask for forgiveness, but we also have to forgive ourselves, you guys. Yeah. And we have to understand and love ourselves mm-hmm. um, because love, uh, you know, that's part of lo- loving with humility. If you yeah. want to love your spouse with humility, you have to love yourself too. And yeah. we're going to mess up, man, we're going to mess up a lot. And, you know, but it's, it takes asking for forgiveness, forgiving yourself and just mm-hmm. loving yourself yeah. and your spouse, loving your spouse through that. Yeah. I love that this is laid out scripturally. I love that, you know, again, if you're, if you're like, Hey, I, I'm just struggling in my marriage, you know, Ephesians, Matthew. I mean, there's so many great books of the Bible. Get in there, do some studying. It, Good John. It really, uh, yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. will encourage you guys. We're going to be coming back with our last series, our last episode in, um, in, in a marriage reflecting God next week. And we're going to talk about some really cool kind of fun stuff um, that we do in our marriage that we hope that you will take as an implementation in yours. So guys, hope you have a wonderful, wonderful day. Be blessed in all that you do. Hey guys, so glad you were here with us today and I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And you can find more resources from Blended Kingdom Families at blendedkingdomfamilies.com. Join us again next time as we hang out with more amazing podcast guests. And remember, nothing will be impossible with God.